everybody. Welcome back to Chip and Eric and Gifts. <laughs> yes, Eric. I walked into our studio just a moment ago. There is a card on top of a bag of goodies there that uh, wow. we need to look into. Uh, the card says Chip and Eric. It does. See that? That's uh, what it says. Open it up. It says thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then there's a little note. Oh, my goodness. Here are some snacks to keep you going. That's a lot of A's in the word snacks. Yeah. Here are some snacks to keep, with a smiley face, to yeah. keep you going while doing Chip and Eric Read Through the Bible. We saw these on vacation and thought of you both while keeping up with our reading. Thanks for all you do. Exclamation point. And there's nobody signed it, Eric. Okay. I need to say this about this person. Oh. Okay. okay. I need to say this. Sure. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know where you've come from. I don't, I don't know what you've done. I have no idea. But you write the letter E awesome. Look at that. Chip and Eric. Look oh, at that oh, E. Yeah, yeah. E That's for, legit. E for Eric. Yeah. The other E's are pretty normal. Yeah, Let's look at yeah. That no, yeah. Like, those are status quo about? E's. But the capital E. Capital E and Eric. Eric. And it's consistent with the like, card. I could brand yeah. my name. Yeah. And that could be my logo. You could. You could just do a tattoo with that. I should just trade, the letter I e. should trademark. Just my letter name. E. That would yeah. be it. Everybody Everyone would know. Would know. That's Eric. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's Eric. You should do it from Chip and Eric. I will. You better do it quick. I'm gonna do it right on my cheek. Okay. Okay. Sounds good, Eric. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's look at our gift. All right. Let's look at the gift. Holy smokes! I see some crackers. Okay. Plenty of lots of crackers. Well, it'd be nice if they gave us some crackers uh, with lot, it. Lots of crackers. I mean, wow, four packs of crackers. Look at this. All these. Crackers. Oh. Oh, what do you oh, got? countryside jam house, all natural, fig. fig. Wow, fig jam, fig jam. That's what that is right here. That sounds like a city in Israel. Wow. And to the people of fig jam, fig jam. It was handcrafted by Blackberry Hill Farms I don't in doubt Rich it. Hill, Missouri. Missouri. Who yeah. was on vacation? Not sure. Hmm. Very excited. Snacks. I like the snacks. And Eric, there's some fi a fig oh, bar. I love these. Nature's Bakery Fig Bar. Oh, we got a great. original fig bar, and then we yes. got a peach apricot fig bar. Wow. You can do first. I think that there's two there, in each. There are some napkins. Oh, two in each. That's fine. Yeah, some napkins. And, Eric. Oh, what's there? Spoons and knives. Oh, Classic. so we can spread our fig jam. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I wish that was the takeaway from today, that one on Facebook. Spread your fig jam. Yeah, well, we can make it that. Well, thank you, thank you, Mystery Fig Jammer. Whoever that is, we thank this you. This is amazing. This countryside fig jam looks incredibly <laughs> yeah. delicious. Yeah, it's it's very figgy. It is. It's quite jammy. Oh, jeez. Probably why they call it fig jam. Probably nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No one on the well, reading. We'll have to. No one listening to us today knows why I just said nailed it. Yet. That's all right. <laughs> But hey, we'll have to. We'll, we'll probably get right into the the, the fig bars first. Well, let's do that after the reading because we we're three minutes in. Oh, we are. Oh, we gotta get to <laughs> it. All right. Hey, Eric. Thanks for listening I to did. our craziness. This is uh, day two ten. I know. Jeremiah forty nine. I'm aware. Get to it. Okay. This message. Oh yeah. Uh, so we're continuing in Jeremiah. Yeah. All about the surrounding nations. Remember, these aren't prophecies to Judah. Just to remind you of the context. This message was given concerning the Ammonites. This is what the Lord says. Are there no descendants of Israel to inherit the land of Gad? Why are you why are you who worship Molech living in its towns? In the days to come, says the Lord, I will sound the battle cry against your city of Rabbah. It will become a desolate heap of ruins, and the neighboring towns will be burned. Then Israel will take back the land you took from her, says the Lord. 
Cry out, O Heshbon, for the towns of Ai is destroyed. Weep, O people of Rabbah. Put on your clothes of mourning. Weep and wail, hiding in the hedges, for your god Molech, with his priests and officials, will be hauled off to distant lands. You are proud of your fertile valleys, but they will soon be ruined. You trusted in your wealth, you rebellious daughter, and thought no one could ever harm you. But look, I'll bring terror upon you, says the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies. Your neighbors will chase you from the land, and no one will help your exiles as they flee. But I will restore the fortunes of the Ammonites in the days to come. I, the Lord, have spoken. This message was given concerning Edom. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies says. Is there no wisdom in Teman? Is no one left to give wise counsel? Turn and flee. Hide in caves, you people of Dedam. For when I bring disaster on Edom, I will punish you too. Those who harvest grapes always leave a few for the poor. If thieves come at night, they would not take everything. But I will strip bare the land of Edom, and there will be no place left to hide. Its children, its brothers, and its neighbors will all be destroyed, and Edom itself will be no more. But I will protect the orphans who remain among you. Your widows, too, can depend on me for help. And this is what the Lord says. If the innocent must suffer, how much more must you? Hmm. You will not go unpunished. You must drink this cup of judgment. For I have sworn by my own name, says the Lord, that Basra will become an object of horror and a heap of ruins. It will be mocked and cursed. All its towns and villages will be desolate forever. I have heard a message from the Lord that an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, Form a coalition against Edom and prepare for battle. The Lord says to Edom, I will cut you down to the size of the nations. You will be despised by all. You have been deceived. By the fear, by the fear you inspire in others and by your own pride, you live in a rock fortress and control the mountain heights. But even if you make your nest among the peaks with, peaks with the eagles, I will bring you crashing down, says the Lord. Edom will be an object of horror. All who pass by will be appalled and will gasp at the destruction they see there. It will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, says the Lord. No one will live there. No one will inhabit it. I will come like a lion from the thickets of the Jordan, leaping on the sheep in the pasture. I will chase Edom from its land, and I will appoint the leader of my choice. For who is like me, and who, will ch and who can challenge me? What ruler can oppose my will? Listen to the Lord's plans against Edom and the people of Teman. Even the little children will be dragged off like sheep, and their homes will be destroyed. The earth will shake with the noise of Edom's fall, and its cry of despair will be heard all the way to the Red Sea. Look! The enemy swoops down like an eagle, spreading his wings over Basra. Even the mightiest warriors will be in anguish like a woman in labor. This message was given concerning Damascus. This is what the Lord says. The towns of Hamath and Arpad are struck with fear, for they have heard the news of their destruction. Their hearts are troubled like a wild sea in a raging storm. Damascus has become feeble, and all her people turn to flee. Fear, anguish, and pain have gripped her as they grip a woman in labor. That famous city, a city of joy, will be forsaken. Her young men will fall in the streets and die. All her soldiers will, oh, her soldiers will all be killed, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. And I will set fire to the walls of D Damascus that will burn up the palaces of Ben-Hadad. This message was given concerning Kedar and the kingdoms of Hazor, which were attacked by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. This is what the Lord says. Advance against Kedar, destroy the warriors from the east. Their flocks and tents will be captured, and their household goods and camels will be taken away. Everywhere shouts of panic will be heard. We are terrorized at every turn. Run for your lives, says the Lord. Hide yourselves in deep caves, you people of Hazor, for King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon has plotted out, has plotted against you and is preparing to destroy you. 
Go up and attack that complacent nation, says the Lord. Its people live alone in the wilderness without walls or gates. Their camels and other livestock will all be yours. I will scatter to the winds these people who live in remote places. I will bring calamity upon them from every direction, says the Lord. Hazor will be inhabited by jackals, and it will be desolate forever. No one will live there. No one will inhabit it. This message concerning Elam came to the prophet Jeremiah from the Lord at the beginning of the reign of King Zedekiah of Judah. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. I will destroy the archers of Elam, the best of their forces. I will bring enemies from all directions, and I will scatter the people of Elam to the four winds. They will be exiled to countries around the world. I myself will go with Elam's enemies to shatter it. In my fierce anger, I will bring great disaster upon the people of Elam, says the Lord. Their enemies will chase them with the sword until I have destroyed them completely. I will set my throne in Elam, says the Lord, and I will destroy its king and officials. But I will restore the fortunes of Elam in the days to come. I, the Lord, have spoken. And that that is our Elam Elam today. What? Nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just uh, thinking about how we just read all that. Yep. We had those two questions in mind. Okay. And uh, those questions were, what does this tell us about God? What does this tell us about us? And... Bonus question. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. So, Chip, what's this tell us about God, man? Yeah, a lot of similarities in the readings that we've had yeah. um, about other nations yeah. that God is uh, judging and punishing yeah. um, for their wickedness and evilness against his people and other acts of craziness. Um, I will say that um, God doesn't care how big you are, how amazing you are, how gifted you are, how rich you are, how powerful you are, how handsome you are. He, he doesn't care. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter to him. <clears throat> nope. it, it, when he brings judgment, he'll bring judgment and he'll bring you down. He'll humble those nations. And we're seeing this over and over and over again. You know, destroying the archers, the best of their forces, you know. Yeah, the like, city of joy will be forsaken. You know, they were joyful. Everything was great. Um, and they were like, who can challenge me? Well, God can challenge you, and he will, and he will destroy you. Uh-huh. You trust in your wealth, you rebellious daughter, and it will all be brought to ruins. I mean, it doesn't matter. And I, and we see that firsthand, you know, with our country today that we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, you know, we were once like the greatest, and we still think we are. We're not, you know, and, and we will not be. And we will be judged, and it will be, and we are being judged, I think, and now at times. But uh, it's... We can't trust in us. We have to trust in God. He doesn't care what we bring to the table personally. You know, and if we think, you know, in terms of how great we are, it's not going to impress him. Only trusting in him <coughs> is what impresses him and is what he honors. And when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that's what he's looking for. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we bring him all the wrong things <laughs> and expect him to bless them. That's true. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. Or, or be impressed with it. Yeah, be impressed. Yeah, yeah be, be impressed with it. Be, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's crazy. Um Yeah, I don't know. Uh what this tells us about us, man, I just I mean everything you just said kind of tells us a lot about us That's too. True, and yeah. it's it's very good. But you know, I just keep going back to like besides the Ammonites in this list, no one gets restored. I don't know why the Ammonites do, and you better believe that I'm going to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be reading about that. Yeah, top of 294 there. I'll restore the fortunes of the Ammonites in the days to come. Um, 
I, I don't I don't know what that's about. But you know, for the most part, the promise to restore these people it just isn't there. It mm-hmm. just isn't there. It's there for Israel. It's not there for anyone else. And I just that that stands out to me, you know, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. Maybe I'm cheating, maybe I'm failing. I'm not a hundred percent sure what that says about us, but it just stands out to me that like God's chosen people are the only ones he's saying, yeah, I'm going to restore you, you know, mm. like it, the the rest is just getting kind of what they deserve, you know, the, the mm. end, the end of what they deserve. So, yeah, I don't know. I, maybe I'm way off here today. I don't know what's happening, but I just, it just stands out to me. I can't get, I can't shake that. Like this idea of like, man, how grateful should we be? to be God's covenant people. And I don't mean covenant people of Israel, but like mm-hmm. his new covenant. How grateful should we be? Because outside of the new covenant, no one's getting restored. Hmm. If you're not in the new covenant, the whole Old Testament is based on covenants. And then Jesus says, you know, my blood is the new covenant. So you look at how they operated in the Old Testament. God made this arrangement with Abraham, a covenant with Abraham to say, I'm going to make you a nation. I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to bless you. And no one outside of Abraham was entitled to the was entitled to the the blessings of the Abrahamic covenant. Then he says to the the Israelites, "Hey, I'm going to make this covenant with you, and if you keep my my laws and my stipulations, and I'm going to bless you, and you're going to be my people." No one outside of that covenant was entitled to that covenant. Then David, he says, "I'm going to set one of your descendants on the king forever, or on the throne forever as king," and no one outside of the lineage of David was entitled to that covenant. And now we live under the new covenant where God says, if you put your faith in my son who died for your sins and came back to life, then you are going to experience all the blessings of the new covenant, eternal life, uh, freedom from sin, freedom from shame, freedom from uh, no more fear of death, no more fear of anything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we live within that covenant. And so I just think like in the rest of the world is, you know, uh, Edom and Damascus and Kedar and oh yeah yeah so there's more restoration for Elam and so weird but you know it's just it's so strange like Hmm. the rest of the world is outside this covenant and the beauty of it is Israel wasn't tasked with bringing their covenant to anyone but we are we get to we get to share the blessing that we've been given and I think that's so amazing so, so share it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so share it. And God's put on this heart, uh, my quiet time last week, um, just looking. There are opportunities. I think God gives opportunities every day. I really believe it. It just, I think um, it's just looking for those opportunities, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm, for, so for me, it's a, what are those opportunities that are there? Just keep my eyes open to the playing field and say, here's an opportunity to share what, you're saying about sharing the covenant and the blessings that come with that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Good well, stuff, I everybody. Rambled for a long time. Sorry. That's right. Thanks for yeah. joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for reading the Bible. Good job. Way to go. Thanks for the fig bars. Thanks for the fig. That fig jam looks incredible. I know. Fig jam. I don't know when we're going to pour into that, but I am looking forward to it. So have a great day. We got to go. You got to go. And we're going. <laughs>